as one person starts to get healthy, two things happen. They bring a healthy dynamic. So they're not reactive. They're not responding right. poorly, which is kind of a race to the bottom when two people are responding poorly. Also, the thing that we talk about all the time is, is when one person starts to behave properly, behave in a healthy manner, it actually becomes contagious. Yes. And it actually pulls the other person up. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, can going to counseling by myself help my marriage? Great question. Yes, it is. I think we should answer it. I do too. Okay, here we go. Here. Okay, here's the other question. Okay, what do you have? We both can speak to this, but we come at it from slightly different perspectives. Here's the question. Has anyone had experience with going to a counselor and it helping their marriage in the long run, even though the other spouse wouldn't go? I'm seeing a counselor through work tomorrow and I cannot wait. I have a feeling I'm going to break down immediately. I'm sure it's going to be a mix of relief to be able to talk to someone who won't be siding with anyone and have resources to start healing and dealing with things that are going on in my life. What do you think? Can a, can a marriage be helped even if only one person is going to a counselor? Yes. 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 Thanks for listening, everyone. This was a great <laughs> podcast. We will see you next time. If you want resources, go to securemarriage.com. Explain, Lucy. Well, the minute you start working on yourself and looking at the things that you need to do to change and make your marriage better, um, even if the marriage doesn't get 100% better, it's going to get at least 50% better Yeah, because you are are doing the things that you need to do yeah. um, to become a better person. And yeah. when you're a better person in a marriage, the marriage has to get yeah. better to some degree. Yeah. Now, it does. it's a little harder for a marriage to become much better if two people aren't working on it. That's not sustainable. Right. But absolutely, your, your marriage can get better right. um, if just one person is doing some work. Hold, please. Our son's coming up the stairs and trying not to make noise, but he's still making noise. Come on up, son. We are. We are. We are recording. Cool. But we can edit you out. Hey, dude. Hello. Nice to see you. 250 bucks worth of car parts on the way. Oh, man. Water pump. Pump pulley. Not the pump. Not the pump? You said you had one. Oh, is it going to work? Did you pull it out? Thanks for listening to Car Talk with Paul and Sam. <laughs> have a nice episode. We should do a podcast episode. And, and facial care with Shannon and Isaac. <laughs> so you're leaving somewhere or are you just coming upstairs? Just coming upstairs. Okay. And yeah, you're... Yeah, well, let us finish our podcast and then we'll be done. Why not have two guests? <laughs> okay, you want to hear what life's really like here? We're talking to Sam and Isaac, our kids, who are going to tell you what life is really like in our marriage. Oh, man. That'd be terrifying. No, it wouldn't. They would say all kinds of nice stuff about us. <laughs> or else we're not feeding them. <laughs> we don't feed them now, so. Help me. Help me. Get me out of here. This place sucks. Yep. Okay, Nikki. <laughs> I'm going to pump back in the basement. <laughs> Man. <laughs> all 
All right, we're going to finish this podcast episode, guys. I don't even remember where we were at. What were we talking about? I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> okay, you're in my space. Leave me alone. Oh, don't do that. What the heck are we talking about? That's funny because I don't. Oh, counseling. Oh, that's right. Counseling and by yourself. Yes. So, yes, the, 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 the short answer is yes, a marriage can improve. Yes. Uh, even if just one person is working. Yeah. Basic rule of thumb is if you have two unhealthy people in a relationship, it's a pretty get much guarantee that the relationship is going to really struggle. As one person starts to get healthy, two things happen. They be they bring a healthy dynamic, so they're not reactive, they're not responding right. poorly, which is kind of a race to the bottom when two people are responding poorly. But also the thing that we talk about all the time is is when one person starts to behave properly, behave in a healthy manner, it actually becomes contagious. Yes. And it actually pulls the other person up. It is. unknowingly, sub subconsciously sometimes. But it's like when you start to get healthy, when you start to make good decisions, and I'm just watching that, it's it's hard for me to ignore it. And if I want to have a better relationship, it's like, okay, I'm I I I don't want you to win. I want to get healthy too. <laughs> I want to get better myself. It's a healthy competition. It's a healthy competition. And it's, and it's actually... It a, doesn't start out as a competition. No, no, no. no, no, no. But that's a known principle yes. in just lots of areas, which is people tend to mimic or uh, become similar to what's happening around yes, them. And for sure. when you become healthy, it, it rubs off the same way. Right. The hard part is... The thing that makes this difficult is covert contracts. When you start to become healthy and do healthy things, you also bring in an expectation that your spouse is going to respond in a different way. Yes. And if they aren't motivated yet or if they don't have the buy-in yet, then you do good and healthy things, but you're doing it to manipulate your spouse into doing good things. And that's not healthy. And that will bite you in the butt. Right. That will become a problem every single time. Right. So if you're you, if you're changing and you're doing things to to make your marriage better with the expectation that if I do this, my husband's going to do yeah. that, that really there's don't bother. No. Nope. It's a waste of time. Yep. Yep. Um, and so being patient around that learning curve. Yeah. There's also an element that plays into this, which is the spouse who's not going to counseling is watching the other one who is almost hoping that they fail or right. seeing if yes. any changes are going to stick. They're kind of skeptical and they're kind of watching from a distance because the, the d dysfunction in the relationship has just been there for so long right. uh, that there's a healthy level of doubt. And that's okay. That's normal. You have to be aware of that. Um, it, it's just that skepticism is is part of a human nature. Right. It sounds like this gal is really excited to finally have someone that she can share what's really going on in her life and, yeah. and those things and open up and, and have some unbiased feedback on it yeah and that um i i remember when i went to counseling to do some personal work for yeah. myself and um i understood that not because i couldn't share with you yeah because i shared a lot of stuff with you um but 
there's always this little bit of fear of like, oh, is how is he going to see me and view me now? Or is he going to sit with me and just listen? Or is he going to try to fix what I'm talking about? Those kind of things. So that there's a there's just this kind of relief to have someone outside to be able to share with. Um, There's also the great possibility that after you share some stuff, maybe the first time, Mm -hmm. maybe not the first time you don't go super deep because you're just getting to know this person, but maybe the second or third time and you share something that's really, really personal, really deep, and you walk away and you go, oh my gosh, I have buyer's remorse. I wish I would have never said those things. And that happens to just about everybody. It's not called buyer's remorse. It's called a vulnerability hangover. There you go. Yeah, you walk out going, what did I just say? I can't believe I just made, I can't believe I said that out loud. Out loud. And now somebody else knows. Knows, exactly. Yeah. And and those are the moments that are terrifying, but those are the moments that actually bring about some great change because you have actually, um, I'm not saying that... uh, this isn't the wording that I am meaning, so yeah. you can fix this, but <laughs> you're not holding a secret anymore. Right. Whether it was a secret or not, yeah. with, um, you're not holding that yourself anymore. Yeah. And um, it's getting honest and real out loud. And so that's where great change happens. Believe it or not, and this is a little embarrassing to say as a former therapist, but it isn't actually the therapist who has some sort of magic answers or solutions to your problems. It is providing that safe space where someone can come in and be honest out loud. And when they get it out of their head where it's been recycling and it gets gooey and sticky and confusing, when you say things out loud and make them real, it actually brings a level of clarity, validation, and um, empathy. It, yes. You find solutions by just being honest about the situation. Sure. And the therapist holds the space to do that. The therapist doesn't give you the answers. Right, right. Um, now, a therapist will guide the conversation to help you ask the right questions. A therapist will ask the right questions so you actually go a little bit deeper or you kind of examine right. even areas you weren't quite aware of yet. And their job is to kind of steer the conversation into so that you get the most out of that self-reflection. But again, they're not providing the answers or advice or telling you what to do. Right. I, I think I'm, I'm just thinking of, of different um things that I have experienced. We we saw a counselor and I have to say that that you have to be um I don't know how how to word you have to be careful when you choose a counselor because sometimes they can steer you the wrong way. Very much so. I think I think there's some counselors who go into counseling because they want to help people yeah. because they can't help their own self. Yeah. And so sometimes the directions or the the words that they give you are highly, highly influenced by their own personal experiences. Yep. Yep. And sometimes that can be good yeah. because they've experienced something that you have and they know how to encourage you and walk you through it in yeah. a healthy way. Yeah. And sometimes it's not because it has skewed how yeah. they view the world yep. and they give you very, very bad advice. Yes. And when you go to a counselor, you don't expect that you're going to get bad advice. So yeah. what you hear, you take as gospel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and that can be detrimental. So you be. have to, uh, you have to just pay attention that when you're sharing things that the counselor isn't 
um, fueling your fire yeah. or your flame for the frustrations that you may have. Out of their own bias. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So one way of determining if you want to find a healthy counselor is any counselor who's healthy will say, you don't have to take my word for it. You can check anything that I say with any other counselor. Check it with your friends. Check right. it with people that you trust and who have some level of expertise. You just can't you know, let anybody. Right. they right. got to be informed. But a good counselor is not going to ask you to keep a secret or to only take their word for it and it goes against everything else everyone else is saying. Right. That, that is not typically healthy. So when I was a therapist... And I can see people were like, I'm not so sure if I, I'm tracking with kind of the direction you're taking. It's like, I see your doubt. I totally understand. And I want you to become confident in the counsel that I am providing you. So go get a second opinion. Go talk to someone else that you trust. Vet me. See if I am right. providing good counsel to you. And if I'm not, fire me. I won't take it personally. It's okay. Right. And I was fired by some people because they didn't like the direction I was going in because I do have bias. I'm aware of my bias. If you haven't listened to this podcast much, <laughs> you'll hear a lot of bias in this podcast right. in terms of what healthy relationships look like and what men should do and what women should do. Right, exactly. That's why we do a podcast that isn't that's not therapy because I get to be myself here. I get to say what I truly think and feel about marriages and and unapologetically right, biased for sure therapists aren't supposed to be that way therapists are supposed to be aware of their bias and try to be as neutral as possible yes but it is incredibly therapeutic it is cathartic it is healing to be able to be honest out loud for the first yes, time and maybe a long time because you feel validated you feel heard you feel seen you feel yes. understood and that is actually operating from a much better place mentally to now make hard decisions. Yes, for sure. If you're not in that state, then you're in your survival brain and nobody makes good decisions when you're just trying to keep your head above water because yep. you're drowning. Yeah, for Counseling sure. can be like that life raft or you learn how to swim really well or you climb into a boat and you're still in the middle of the ocean, but at least you have better tools to start swimming to shore yes. or paddling to shore. Right. And you can solve the problem. So... If someone's listening to this, dear listener, and you're going, I've been thinking about doing counseling, but my just my spouse just will not do it with me. Give it a shot. Yeah. Don't let that be something that stops you. Right. Get healthy yourself so that you can solve the problems from a better state of mind. Right. And I'm just going to add this too, and okay. because it just pinged into my head, um, is uh, it's okay to go to one counselor and find out in the first two or three sessions that it's yeah. not a good fit yep. and to say, you know, thank you. Yeah. It's just not a good fit. Yep. And then look for someone else. Yep. I, I hear, I've heard quite a few different women who've gone to counselors and, yeah. and told me, I just don't feel like it's working. And I'm like, it's okay to go pick someone else. They, yeah. they shouldn't be offended. They should be yeah. okay with you doing that. And then I've heard that, that they're just afraid to try something else because they don't want to hurt the counselor's feelings yeah. or whatever. So don't be afraid to, to try a few out and find the right fit because when you find the right fit, it makes such a huge, huge difference. And the yeah. whole point is so that you are in a safe space to be able to make changes in it for yourself to become a better person, to become a better wife, better husband. Yeah. And what I, again, what I used to say all the time is uh, finding a counselor is like dating. I can be a good counselor. You can be a good client. But if we just don't fit, if we don't mesh, that's okay. We, yeah. we can move on and find other people. Um, but you might have to 
date, not date, but everyone, you understand the metaphor here. You might have to try several therapists until you find the right fit. Right. And that's okay. And like you said, if the therapist is offended by that, that's your number one clue to run, 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 run. Just don't hang out with them at all because they are insecure as a therapist and you won't obtain great help from them. Right. Sorry to every other therapist out there who's (laughs) listening to this right now. But I'm imagining healthy therapists agree with me. Right. That's the nature of the business. Sure. So, yeah, therapy can be helpful even if only one person is going to therapy. It can still help your marriage. The answer is yes. That was 28 minutes to get to a one word answer. (laughs) (laughs) We could have a much more efficient podcast, actually, if we were, you know, just cut out all the middle stuff. (laughs) And maybe having the boys interrupt us. Yep. Yep. Anyway, um, should we do a commercial for anything or just wrap up? Let's just wrap up for today. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Or you can go to (laughs) securemarriage.com. Okay. Title, title, title. That's funny because I was going to say, or you can come on our next marriage cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Secure... Secure Marriage Podcast. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast. Coasted from down south. Where we believe going to counseling by yourself can help your marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, Okay, try again.